Hi, I'm Sabrina Petrofessa. And I'm Lily Rugo. And this is Earth's Mightiest Fangirls. And today we are talking about the second X-Men movie, X2 mm-hmm. X-Men United. For a while, because I was trying to find this movie, and I was just like, X2, I kept getting the other second one, so I was like, no, X2, early original trilogy, and then I found it. We're good. <laughs> You're like, the, the one that came out in 2001, or yeah, whatever really year early it was. One. Okay, it came out in 2003. I wasn't all that off. Of course it was directed by Brian Singer. Why am I even questioning this? X-Men, <laughs> to, X2, X-Men United was uh, directed by Brian Singer, and the writers were... Zach Penn and David Hayter, but that says just for story. Hold on, who was the screenplay writer? Zach Penn, David Hayter, Brian Singer were all story. Michael Doherty, Dan Harris, and David Hayter were screenplay. There's that. This one is more complicated than the first one. Mm-hmm. Like, this one is about, um... Oh, God. There's, like, evil government conspiracies happening, mm-hmm. and, um... There's an attack on the school. People are even more hate, like even more mm-hmm. so hating um, mutants because of the conspiracy that is being created by the government. Um, or not like the government as a whole, but one like random dude who's just like oh, has a like, lot of I, influence. But... Yeah, he has a lot of influence. Logan is learning more about his past because of it, because um, he has like a little past with this guy as well, and. It's I it's obviously it's called like X-Men United, but it's also <laughs> because like Magneto and Mystique have to work with the X-Men to like mm-hmm. save all of mutant kind mm-hmm. um, because Professor X has been kidnapped, which is very dangerous because he is mm-hmm. like one of the most powerful mutants mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with his powers. So um, we also get to see like new mutants in this one, which is really fun. Like we got to see Colossus, we got more. Nightcrawler. Sorry, what was that? So did we also got to see the students interact a bit more too. Yeah, 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 I like I like seeing the students. Um, so it was a lot of fun. I actually did write notes for this one because I was oh, watching nice. it. Not a lot, like a page and a half, really. And towards mm. the end, I kind of stopped because I was like, I don't care anymore. Um, mm. Or not, I don't care anymore, but it's like, I've seen this movie 8 million times. Um, oh, yeah. But um, I wrote it in a pencil that I think Logan would really like. It says, fuck this shit on it. <laughs> nice. So I think Logan will really enjoy, would really enjoy this pencil. Right. Um, I was always, always a little upset that he never got his, like, one F word in the movie. <laughs> Because Logan is like a cursing monster, and I wish that he I know. like they just let him have that one like mm-hmm. fuck in, um, in the X Men series for PG thirteen, yeah. you know. But okay, I like this movie. I think it's a lot of fun, and I also like it brings a lot of emotions. I don't know, really. Yeah, for me at least, I don't know. That makes I think sense. it's like very. Uh, I. Th- I don't know. I I think now watching the X Men, I keep watching it and going like, oh yeah. That is basically a gay student. Oh, yeah. This is what, like, POC deal with. Oh, yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, that's kind of how I feel now watching it. Like, I can see it through the, like, lens of these people are a minority group who are dealing Mm -hmm. with being in the minority, you know? Yeah, we've talked every time I talk about X-Men to bring that up. And I thought this movie did, I mean, the whole series did a really good job highlighting that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I enjoyed the movie. I liked it as a sequel because sequel like in a trilogy the second one is always like the rockiest 
movie, I feel like. You never really know how it's going to go. Because sometimes they just feel like stepping stones onto the third one. This one was like solid follow-up. I liked it. It was a solid follow-up. In this trilogy, the third one is the rockiest. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. When we get there, you're going to be like, wow, wow. Okay. (laughs) But okay, okay. Just like thinking about things that I like, I love the beginning of this movie. Not Nightcrawler breaking into the into the oh, yeah. White House. That I don't care about that. But I um it but that scene does set up like the greater villain. Mm-hmm. Um I what I love the most about the beginning is when they're in the museum. <laughs> I'm like, first it's Jean who just like can't control and then like all of the stuff goes haywire around her. And right. then it's like the kids in the like cafeteria and it's Rogue and Bobby and John, John. Pyro Pyro, John, whatever. Rogue, Iceman, and Pyro. Yeah. But um, I just love that, like, they're basically getting picked on by these two guys for not letting, because John's not letting them use his lighter. Right. And it's like, okay, first of all, like, you're inside. Why are you smoking? It's 2003, not 1993. (laughs) But, like, for real, like, you're inside. Why would you be smoking inside? It's not, like, the 90s. It's not the 80s. It's 2003. Come on. Um, No one smokes inside. And, um, like, I just love that little moment where he's, like, smoking that cigarette and John's just, like, tick. Like, he, like, flicks. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it just whoo, explodes in his face. All over him. Yeah. And then, like, Iceman's like, ah! Like, Bobby, like, yeah. freezes him over with it. And, like, the the just display of power from Professor X of freezing the entire room. I know. I didn't... How okay? So I have still have a lot of questions on what everyone's powers are. I believe mm-hmm. I didn't realize Professor X could stop time. He's or, like, not stop stopping people's time. Motions. He's not. I mean, stopping it makes time. sense because he's influencing their like brainwaves and patterns. But yeah, I didn't realize he could do that to that scale. Yeah. That no, because like I think it'll be interesting to go to what like when we go back and watch X Men First Class mm. because you kind of see him at the beginning where he doesn't really know. Like, he knows what he's doing, but he doesn't, he doesn't have, like... He hasn't honed it. Yeah. Because um, yeah. in that one, James McAvoy is, like, putting his h- fingers to his hand, and that's how, like, he hones in on someone. But, like, right. Patrick Stewart does not need to do that. Right, right, right. But I, I like it. I like it just because I love, like... I love in, like, comic book movies when you get those huge displays of power. Mm-hmm. Like, Definitely. I think they're so, they're satisfying. so fun. And so I just, I love that scene. And then, like, they just disappear. And everyone mm-hmm. is like, <laughs> and then they're just gone. I love it. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I just love that so much. But there's also, okay, I don't know. How do you feel about the main villain of this this movie? The the government guy? Stryker, yeah. I was mixed on it because his motivation, like, one of the, it was very archetypical, I think. And also, I felt like, we'd seen it before in the first one because it was like influential government figure hates mutants wants to well i mean like the first one was all about um magneto but i because we i was like oh same it felt like the same thing and he felt very archetypical and i was like eh eh i thought his methods were interesting because i was like his whole backstory with his son was Mm -hmm. interesting and tragic but as a villain himself, I was just like, eh. He makes me very angry. Yeah. 
Like, he makes me very angry. <laughs> because at least... Okay, so in the first one, it's... Senator Kelly is kind of like the government mm. guy, but he's also just like a senator who's trying to pass a law that makes life hard, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's not much... He... Like, he's a powerful guy, but he doesn't have, like, that amount of, like, weight to throw around. Um, So, uh, for me, it was, like, I don't know. I think they kind of pale in comparison Mm. to each other because um, Senator Kelly, yeah, he was just, like, I'm trying to think of a shitty politician to... I'm trying to think, was he, like, McConnell to Trump? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would say. I would okay, say, like, okay. he's he's like Mitch McConnell. Like, mm-hmm. he's just, like, some dude in the Senate who's just, like, being a piece of shit, you know? Right. Um, well, actually, McConnell can actually get things done. Who can't? <laughs> <laughs> well, Senator know. Kelly but was on his way to yeah. getting that done. Yeah, yeah, Before yeah. Mystique and Magneto kidnapped him. Right, right, right. But um, Stryker, on the other hand, is, like, a huge hypocrite. <laughs> Yeah. Like, surrounding himself by mutants, but at the same time trying to kill all mutants. And, Mm -hmm. like, it's just all so ridiculous. Like, I don't know. There's no easy comparison, I guess, except maybe, like, black people in the army in the 40s. Mm. Or black people in the army at all before the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. And even a little bit after, like mm-hmm. where it was like, it was like, okay, we're going to use you, but we're not going to give you any rights. We're not going to treat you as human. We're not going to like, meh, like, sure, mm-hmm. you get freedom after fighting in the Civil War, but uh, how free are you really, you know? Like, that's right. the only comparison I can really make. Yeah, it was also, I don't know, the other thing that I got with him that I, that I was also very confused about was the way he was controlling the mutants, because also he didn't tell anyone he had mutants in his, like, his immediate circle no right no so it was he was definitely just using them and i was confused on how he was subduing them what was the circle on the back of the neck um he was that taking was, he was injecting this like serum from his son yeah he was taking okay. like so what i'm assuming is i actually think that that character is the m- main character of legion i can't confirm mm. because i didn't look it up but um that he is very powerful in that like you saw that he could even take control of professor x and he and professor x is one of the most powerful telepaths on the planet but even jason was able to like override that basically and so i guess the way his brain works like he secretes or like his brain like fluid is just very potent Mm. and like so striker was basically like, harvesting that from his own son. Yeah, I got that, but I couldn't get the ways that he was able to use it on Magneto and Nightcrawler and his... Well, I think the placement of, like, where they put it, like, the back of the spine, like, on your spinal cord where that's, like, connected to your brain. I, I mean, it's, like, it's comic book magic, like... That's what I figured, but the thing I... What I didn't get was once he injected them, did he like tell them orders and then they went forth until it turned off or did that mean he had like his son could connect psychically no i don't him, think you know? so i think it was I like think he a, just told them orders until it, it makes them off, like really off. susceptible to whatever striker says um mm. 
because if that were true, then he probably wouldn't have needed, well, I guess he said, like, for Professor X, like, wouldn't, it wouldn't have worked, that serum wouldn't have worked on him, like, he needed the, the source, basically. Mm. But, like, I think for, like, it's probably, like, the placement that it goes in, it, like, burns, it looks like it burns, so it feels Mm -hmm. like it would go under the skin and through and then, like, up to your brain or whatever. Right. And it sounds like you forget what you say or do while you're Mm -hmm. under the influence of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is what we we saw with Nightcrawler Mm -hmm. and the the Asian sidekick. Because there was that little moment where she, like, woke up and, like... Mm Mm-hmm. That that was... I was sad. When I... When you saw her come out of control as she was dying, I was like, oh... (laughs) Yeah, she yeah. Know, none, none of them knew what they were doing. Also, weird side note, when I was a kid and I would watch the X-Men like animated series, for some mm. reason, maybe they did it in that one and this one is different, or I'm just really bad at placing accents. I thought Nightcrawler was Latino. Um, or he was just always German. I don't know. Cause I, I think he's I was... always been German or like some sort of European. I'm going to... Oh, okay. I mean, there's a very high chance that my, like, eight-year-old brain was really bad at placing accents. But whenever I saw him in this and he was telling his backstory, I was just like, oh, oops, I got that wrong. Yeah, I kind of like the way that some of them get their, um, get their, their, like, names, you know? I liked Nightcrawler a lot. He was, he was just part of the team, going along for the ride, happy to have a home. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, like, literally trying to look. I mean, his name is always Kurt Wagner, so, like, why would he be latino oh again then that's just really bad eight-year-old memory (laughs) i don't know like trying to like think of other things okay the attack on the school is kind of awesome oh you liked it yeah because i'm always like whenever you see like the home base get attacked it's always it's very sad but i like i did like seeing how the kids i don't want to say like you saw their training kind of kick in most of them like Still, they got hurt because they were all children. But still, like, the girl who woke up and started screaming and, like, her, that was her mutant ability is, like, yeah. her, vo- her voice kind of froze and, like, caused people pain. I was like, oh. That, like, yeah. But I, I like, seeing the way the students reacted. I liked that she was kind of the, the warning signal, mm-hmm. you know, where she was like, oh, thank God that, like, she was there and then everyone woke up and everyone was able to, mm-hmm. you know. More students got out. Yeah. Like, I think... After the attack, they said, we only got six or seven, which there is at least like a hundred kids at that school. So, oh, wow. Yeah. I would say, you know, like, yeah, I would think that there's at least a hundred kids at that school. Yeah. So that's like a good number to come out Mm -hmm. with. I also loved Mm -hmm. Colossus in this scene where he just was like going around like he got all silver and he was just like let's go let's go (laughs) try and shoot me i'm getting these kids like yeah and that when like he was going in like he like he told wolverine i can help you and wolverine's like no no no, go help the kids go help the kids like yeah you're Mm -hmm. good go do that yeah um so i i like that i also liked seeing like bobby do like full force you saw him make that ice wall was so like thick I couldn't get over that because before we'd only seen him do like some things and you're just like, cool, yeah. ice, he's got this. And then when I saw the wall, I was like, oh, he's like, he's much more capable than I gave him credit for. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was, I think it's one of those things where I hate to compare this to sky high, but like also <laughs> kind of true. Like 
I don't know if you've ever seen Sky High, but that scene, like, Layla, Daniel mm-hmm. Panabaker's um, character. Oh, yeah. When she, she, like, refused to use her powers unless it was absolutely necessary. Mm-hmm. And so she was, like, labeled a sidekick because she wouldn't use the powers during the test. Mm-hmm. And then in the end scene, like, like in that final battle, she, like... Yeah had all of these vines and everyone's like but you're a sidekick and she's like you know i really don't like labels (laughs) like and i like it feels like that with bobby where he doesn't really use his powers unless he needs to Mm -hmm. like he He does like cute tricks yeah i really like it whenever he hand when logan handed him his soda and uh bobby just like blew on it to cool it down and gave it back exactly like Like, i love i think what i like the most about x-men is that you see the casual use of powers Mm-hmm. and you see the grand displays of power like mm-hmm. when you're in a a universe like this you want to see that like you want to see yeah. how it affects the day-to-day as much as it affects like a great huge battle right because anyone with ice powers would totally do the same thing you would inf- instantly chill beverages at all times yeah exactly and also it's like the way that the the students or at least because i'm thinking of rogue bobby and uh pyro the john kid a lot of the ways that they use their powers was also just the way that like you know hormonal teenagers would use their powers like cute flashy tricks or things like that like again just casual uses but also just like yeah a teenager would totally do that if he had the ability to like throw fire around yeah it's also like funny when rogue and bobby finally kiss and she just like (laughs) breathes out and it's like icy it's icy (laughs) and i was i i feel like rogue's powers are like the coolest but they're so dangerous and i just wish i wish that she like was able to do more with it you know okay actually this the whenever everything goes to shit at bobby's house because his little brother is the worst and calls the cops like calls the swat team to his house on his brother um and uh john is throwing fire everywhere because he's starting to go villainous what does rogue do she grabs his foot to subdue him and she puts out her hand and like so part of her Energy powers, waves. I thought we discussed this in the last uh, movie, part of her power is that when she touches someone, she takes like their life, their force, life force and she can yeah. like can take their powers too. Yes. That I remembered. But how was she like subduing the cops? She wasn't. Was she was taking just- down, she was bringing the fire out. Oh, that makes more she sense. She was just taking the fire out, and all the cops are like, oh, what the hell is happening, you know? Oh, okay. Because I, th- anyways, then I was just, I swear, I watched, I told Sabrina, I watched this movie 24 hours ago, but I clearly wasn't paying a lot of attention, because <laughs> I understand the overarching things that happen, but, like, smaller details, I would just, like, look up and be like, what? Oh. Yeah. I mean, okay. Because I knew she was taking life force and a bit of his powers. I just was confused about how like because i thought i remember like the cops were like well probably they were just like falling down i was like how'd she do that anyways i think they probably were just falling down because they were like fire yeah like fire is like scary so and like their cars were literally blowing up so it just Uh, it looked like she was knocking them out too and i was like can she take life force from a distance no she has to touch them that was like because that's her whole point anyway yeah but like the other part of it is that now she's got like voices in her head of the people that she's touched Mm, so she's got like a little bit of john in her head now and a little bit of bobby and a little bit of wolverine and anyone else Mm -hmm. that like she's got like them kind of in her head which kind of sucks i actually speaking of this i kind of love that whole thing when they go to the house and it's like we're headed to boston 
my parents are in Boston. Perfect. You shouldn't have said it, Bobby. You should not have said it. But that was that was a bad move on your part because you're mm-hmm. in the car with Wolverine and he doesn't care. Mm-hmm. The uh, the intro of just like Bobby, what are you doing home? Who is this man? Like this is my professor, Professor Logan. <laughs> but I just like that whole like when they're basically like he's basically coming out to his parents, mm-hmm. and it's like the classic yeah come out as gay like script have you tried Entirely. not yeah. being a mutant mm-hmm. like have you tried not being gay right and i i also love when she he freezes her tea and then the cat just comes up and starts looking at it <laughs> i just thought that was so funny and when they asked logan like what do you teach again art art <laughs> like i think i mean for that conversation to happen in 2003 obviously the writers knew what they were doing and like what that conversation was reflecting but yeah no that conversation still hits in 2020 2020 at this point you know like it's the same conversation where people are still having with their families about queer issues and yeah and queer issues um and things like that it's like man (laughs) man this shouldn't be that relevant i mean like even the attack on the school hits home a little bit and, like, the fact that they even have an escape route is, like, very, like, it mm-hmm. it harkened back on the days where we had to do active shooter, shooter drills, drills yep. at school. Yep. Or I had to do a whole, I remember in um, elementary school, I did a whole bomb threat drill. Yeah. Where we all had to walk out, like, of the, the school and, like, walk, like, four streets away mm. in case, like, of a bomb, like, we had to practice that. Right. Um, like, and we had those active shooter drills and all of that stuff. So, like, when I saw that, I was like, wow, they had to practice this. Like, right. They had to. Well, what happened if the school gets compromised? Yeah. They had to discuss, like, where the escape routes were, where the tunnels mm-hmm. were, all of that. And, I, and like, that kind of made me a little emotional because I was like, oh, God. Yeah. I was, I'll admit, I was heartbroken when you saw Magneto and Professor X's face when Magneto was just like, I told them everything about the school. Like, yeah. how did they even know we were around? And Magneto was like, I I told them. And he was genuinely very sad. Yeah. That I mean, had, like, Magneto would never. Because they it together. I, like, what I think is also really great in, in the scenes where Senator Kelly, a.k.a. Mystique, is, like, talking to Stryker. And when they, he pulls out the plans for the, when he pulls out the plans for attacking the school, even, like, Senator Kelly is, like, mm. But that's a school. Like, it's a right. school. Why are you... And, like, you can even see that she's trying to mm-hmm. deflect and not... And say, like, it's a school. Like, don't attack a school. Like, those are mutant mm-hmm. kids. Stop it. Like, yeah. those are children. Yeah. Magneto and Mystique have their lines. And the school is yeah, one of them. Yeah, they have a line that they don't want to cross. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that that was also very interesting is, like, seeing how they were, like, I'm not, I like, they're still protecting other mutants, even if it's mm-hmm. not, like, they're not on their side. Right. Because that's always, like, that's their goal is mutant, like, yeah. liberation, basically. Like, it mm-hmm. doesn't uh, help their cause to have Stryker attack Professor X's school. Right. And again, like, they have lines they're not going to cross and kids actually being happy and free in a school that is good for them is one of those lines (laughs) exactly the the recruitment of john though was interesting on the plane when they were talking about like what do you do like for me the moment was um though i thought that was interesting was when magneto looked at him and he was like what's your name he's like john he's like 
what's your real name? And he gave his, like, superhero name. I'm surprised the conversation went that way instead of flipping it. But I guess that shows the sides that they're on. Because, you know, like, Professor X would have asked, like, what's your name, Pyro? What's your real name, John? And Magneto, I guess, was asking for the, like, mutant side, you know? I guess, but I also feel like the way Professor X was to... Not navigates, but, like, the way he functions, basically, Mm. with his students is, like, he probably would say, what's your name? Mm -hmm. John. Is that what you prefer to be called? No. Okay, what do you want to be called? Pyro. Okay. Like, he's never called Rogue Mary, or whatever her real name is. Mm. Right. You know? Like, he doesn't call people by their, like, birth name. If they choose not to be called by their birth name. That makes sense. So I feel like on his side, it would be more like, okay, do you want to be called that? Not what's your real name? Like, but I still thought it was interesting. Meg, you, you, you get my point though. You know, I get your point. I get your point. I just like, was like, I feel the need to defend him. He wouldn't be like, what's your real name? Like if someone presented their mutant name. Well, I'm 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 picturing the like. The MCU, like, the superhero name is basically what I'm getting at. The, like, the weird, the nickname that people either going to call them. Like, kind of like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., kind of like the MCU situation of just, like, the scene in in Endgame when it's like, what's your name, Doctor Strange? Oh, we're going by our superhero names? Kind of situation. Yeah, yeah, So it's not a real name thing. It's just the way Magneto interacted with John and the pyro or whatever he wants to go by, um... And the way he recruited him. You just, yeah. It's not um, like it's not that like Pyro needed a, a big push to go to Magneto's side. You already could tell which way he was going to go. But, you know, the well, way that they interacted. Not, I guess not to uh, compare this to white supremacists. <laughs> but, like, that's kind of what it... Not, like, what it felt like. But, like, that was the immediate comparison that I made. Where it's, like... This kid was already kind of leaning that way, and then the, the like, supremacist person was like, hey, mm-hmm. I get you. Mm-hmm, and, like, mm-hmm. that's all it took. Yeah, yeah. To get them on their side. Not mm-hmm. at all, not that this is at all kind of something. <laughs> that situation. Like, it's yeah. not very, it's not super comparable, mm-hmm. but it is a little bit. <laughs> like, you know, like, Magneto kind of used the anger he already saw in John, in Pyro, mm-hmm. to, like, get him to work with him instead of against him on, like, the X-Men team. Right, yeah. But also, I think that Magneto's break breakout was the best. Yo, that thing was intense. It was so good. That was intense. But also, the fact that he... You again. You see these little, dis- or you see these displays of power, but his was so minute of just like he can feel the iron in a person's blood. Like yeah. he's that attuned, yeah, to the metal around him. I love. I so personally, I love the scene where she's like putting the iron, like giving him the iron pills mm-hmm. or whatever, or not the iron pill, but like sedating him and then yeah. sh- shooting him up with iron. Basically, that's like actually Mystique's act- actress. Oh, the, the that's just the, her with the no blonde paint lady. On. Yeah, that was just oh. her with no paint on. Wow, which yeah. I thought was very like. Makes I sense. think the first time I saw it, I didn't realize it. Huh. And then I was like, wait, because now now I actually know who she is. Like outside of being Mystique, like I've seen her in mm-hmm. other things, and I was like, mm-hmm. 
oh my god that's like you (laughs) yeah that makes sense yeah um so it's like i love when you kind of get to see people outside of their like makeup like that Mm -hmm. um so like that was an awesome scene also who brings their drink to the with them to the bathroom i have no idea that was weird because when he was like bottoms up and i was like why Mm -hmm. did you bring that with you i know like what uh but you know plot it needed for it was needed for the plot um and then i liked when he was like getting scanned and there was a little like detection and then it went away Mm. like it was just enough iron for magneto to use but not Mm -hmm. enough for the the scan to really pick up on it right right which i really again that was an ingenious plan on i assume mystique's part because she's like he's gonna know this is how it's gonna work and i was like oh yeah, that was that was cunning AF. It was just a I have very so much good. respect for that plan. And then when everything just kind of like whooshed out of his body, Oof. you're like, ooh, yeah, yeah, uh. yeah. It's like really gross, but also really cool. I know that was like one of the worst ways to go, and obviously very gory. But like, it didn't look that way, anyways. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you could see the, like, whoosh of blood turning mm-hmm. in, like, and then the iron coming out of the, the blood, mm-hmm. and it was just like, ah, oh my gosh. I don't think I ever realized that as, like, a kid watching it, that he died. <laughs> you yeah. know? And, like, yeah. definitely as a kid, I didn't understand what was happening. Like, I was like, right, wait, what? Right. Hmm? Yeah. Like, how does that work? I don't, I don't understand. There's what? There's yeah. metal in your body? Like, <laughs> I didn't understand how it worked, but... Like, obviously, now I understand that you can have yeah. iron in your body and, like, too much of it is a bad thing and all of that stuff. Ultimate bloodbending, though. Ultimate bloodbending. <laughs> Separating the elements. Anyways. Oh, my gosh. Actually, mm. sorry. Now I'm, like, thinking, like, what's more powerful? Like, a waterbender bloodbending or magneto bending the metal? Would that mean earthbend? No, earthbenders can't bend pure metal. Never mind. Yeah. Sorry, that was a little tangent. <laughs> I like had I really was thinking about it and was like, wait, no, never mind. This doesn't yeah. work. Um I can't wait to get to like our Avatar episode. That'll be interesting. Ugh, sorry. The note that I just looked at was the cracking of the knuckles. When? The the Asian lady. She would just like sit there and crack her knuckles. Oh. And it was wow, just I really like, did not do a close watch. <laughs> Every time I, ooh, like I couldn't do yeah. it. I couldn't do it. I hated it so much. So I don't know what else you have in your notes, but I definitely feel like before we start wrapping up, we have to talk about Jean. Oh yeah, we have to absolutely talk about the end. Well, I think we have to talk about the ending in general. It's just like mm-hmm. Stryker's whole plan was to kidnap Charles and use, and the reason he even infiltrated the the school, the school. at all was to get control of Cerebra. Mm-hmm. Um, and... And it was set up very early on when he was, like, Professor X was trying to track Nightcrawler. Mm-hmm. And Logan was like, why don't you just concentrate harder? Mm-hmm. And he was like, if I want to kill him, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was set up early on in the movie. Right. And then gets, like, paid off later. Where he's being controlled by Jason mm-hmm. to find all of the mutants... Mm-hmm. and kill them which again mad display of power i didn't realize that was something professor x could do like i didn't even know that was on the table well without cerebro you see he it. can't do it what 
without Cerebro, he can't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, again, you you saw these things throughout the movie, but again, it wasn't until this movie that I even realized that was a possibility. Yeah. So it's like really wild. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then you get Magneto coming in, stopping that from happening, but then telling yep. Jason, have him do it to the humans. I know that that kind of got me. I was like, oh, damn. Yeah. Because as much as like they were working together, Magneto was like, I can use this. Yeah, he still has his own agenda. Yeah, obviously, because yeah. Magneto is a, a Slytherin if there ever was one. So there was that kind of like it was it was like a crazy like situation mm-hmm. happening. And like it's still wild to me that Jason can control Professor X. Yeah, I know. And they even mention it where it was like you were scared of him. Mm. They say like you were scared of of Jason. Right, right. But there was that whole that whole thing about Stryker saying like after just one year at your school he resented us and he was putting like thoughts in our brains and my wife killed herself because of it. Yeah, that's that sounded horrendous. Obviously, it sounds uh, yeah. like Jason but, really lost touch. But like for me, what like that sounded like was that Stryker thought he was sending him to like conversion camp. Mm-hmm. And he came back, like, actually proud of himself and was like, you mm. two have been making my... Like, I don't know, it seemed like a revenge story for, like, him because he had two horrible, shitty parents who wanted to mm. change him when he can't change himself. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know, I think it makes sense. Yeah, it sounded like a bad situation all either way around, because, again... And, yeah. If this were Reddit, it would be, every like, in the I am, am I the asshole thread. <laughs> It would be like, everyone sucks here. If you're sided with Jason. Like, that would be the overall, everyone sucks here. Like, no yeah. one no one comes out clean in this situation. Because Professor X did say, like, Jason, wasn't he one of your students? And he was like, yeah, his father sent him to me, but I didn't, te- I didn't teach him the way he wanted me to. Yeah. Or something like that. So, yeah. again, horrible home situation. Ended in a terrible, gruesome way. He should have never gone home for the summer. Is like, what situation there, you know? Yeah, isn't the school a boarding school? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah. And then Jean. Yeah. So I've heard a lot about the arc of Jean Grey specifically, and I never fully understood it. So now I see that we're getting into it. So she is massively powerful yeah. as well. Not Professor X levels, but she is massively powerful. Well, Jean Grey is um, got a weird backstory that they get okay. into in the in the next one. Okay. But what so far like what we see like in the first one she is telepathic and a little telekinetic Mm -hmm. but as we saw in like what scott said in the beginning of the movie was like uh before the island before whatever that i I don't know i want to call it fire island but that's (laughs) not what that was called um before like the island it you passed out after trying to move a chair across the room now like Mm -hmm. you wake up from a nightmare and everything's going crazy Right, um, right. So you kind of see, like, oh, okay, so she's had a little bit of a power up, like, from that situation. Right. And then when they're all in the, in the plane, the plane. And, and the plane cannot get off the ground, that's mm-hmm. when she's like, oh, okay, this is, this has got to be me. I got to do this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. basically, the, the, where all of those experiments are taking place, Stryker's basically in a dam like it's alkali lake Mm -hmm. and they're functioning in like a dam basically Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and the dam breaks 
Right. Because there was a massive superpowered fight in there. So yeah. it breaks. The dam breaks. And uh, wow, did everything flood. And so Jean mm-hmm. is like, I think not everyone else was aware that that was happening, but Jean, I think with her telekinetic abilities, could, like, tell it was happening. Mm-hmm. So she just, like, walked off and then right. closed the the mm-hmm. the plane. She shut down the plane, pretty much. She shut down the plane and then turned it on and yeah. forced everyone in there to, like, not... Like, she even made it so Kurt could, like, Nightcrawler could not teleport to her. That's what got me, of, like, I, I guess... Like, you know, telekinesis, force field pressure thing. But it's like, oh, I know you could do that. Well, because she's also telepathic. Oh, that makes more sense. She's telepathic and telekinetic. Right. Because, again, it's not it's one of those things of like, obviously, the writers thought this through because you see you see um, Kurt try and everyone's like, why aren't you like teleporting? Go do the thing. He's like, I can't. She's not letting me. Yeah. And like Mm -hmm. even just opening the the like doors. Mm-hmm. Scott's like yelling, open the doors, open the doors. And like Storm's Storm like, I can't. I literally can't. She's not letting me. Yeah, this, the plane is rising because, yeah, anyways. Yeah. The writers and, thought of it all. And it was really cool. Like she was holding back the water and lifting up the, the plane. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like you were watching her disintegrate. Because mm. like there was like this red aura coming off of her. So mm-hmm. it's like she's not disintegrating, but it like looked really cool. Um, right, right. Oh, like, I guess it's either, like, she looks like she's disintegrating or it looks like she's coming into her power, you know? From what I know of the other movies that exist, I saw it as just, like, coming into her power, like, next level unlocked, like, oh no kind of a situation. Yeah, but also, like, she dies. Yeah, she, because once she sees the planes in the air, she lets go and the water. Whoosh. Yeah. I feel like I, we, before wrapping up totally, though, we need to talk about Logan. Sure. Um, so, Logan, he's, okay, I like his character growth in this, but there's mm. also a whole other aspect that I hate with him mm. in this movie. Um, he starts off, like, he's looking for answers, he looking, he's looking for answers, he finds someone mm-hmm. who can give him answers, and he, like, wants to have that and, like, talk to him. Right. But then at the end of the movie, he's like face to face with Stryker. And Stryker's mm-hmm. like, where are you going to find your answers? With me or with that like thing in your arms? Because mm-hmm. he's holding like a mutant kid. He's just kid. holding a kid. He's just holding a kid. Logan's just like, bye. <laughs> Die, asshole. Like that's basically mm-hmm. what he did. And just like mm-hmm. walks away. So I kind of liked that growth where he was like, answers are not more important than like letting you live basically because you're yeah horrible. Right. He's Um, also accepted, like, this is his life now. Yeah. But on the other end, I really, you know, growing up, not growing up, but, like, the first time I watched this movie, I was like, why is Gene staying with Scott? Logan is so much cooler, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) And now I'm like, ugh, Logan, stop it. She's married. Like, Mm -hmm. even if she, like, likes you, she probably doesn't love you. Mm -hmm. Like, Come on. Like, okay, everyone kind of, even if you're in a relationship, you, like, meet people and you're like, hmm, like, maybe. Maybe that's just on my mind because I literally (laughs) watched the second To All the Boys movie yesterday. But, like, everyone has those feelings. But she's literally married. And at the end when he's like, Scott, 
she made her decision and it was you. And it was like, they're <laughs> married. Of course she made her, she made her decision a long time ago. I know. That was the thing that I didn't like about Logan and Jean at all is that she, she told him like they hadn't, they had a, you know, sexually charged conversation, but they had a conversation of just like, of he was like, come on, Jean, like choose me. And she's like, no. <laughs> Yeah, she I literally is like, no, Scott. I don't want to be with you. I'm married. Like, calm down. I yeah. love him. I don't want to hurt yeah. him. Like, and I right? don't want to be with you. Yeah, it's one of those things. It wasn't like she wasn't teasing or like leading you on. She's just like, no. Exactly. So, and like, it was, I was heartbroken for Scott at the end of the movie. He was very, oh, dis- yeah. obviously, he lost the love of his life. He was very distraught. He just lost just like, his oh. wife. He really is. I, I always feel bad. That actor always is the like... He never gets the Third girl. wheel, you know? He always loses her. I know. Like, yeah. Because I think before that, the only thing I knew him from was The Notebook, which I think comes out after this anyway. But, like, I was like, why is he always, like, that guy? Like, he's always, right? like, a perfectly nice, like, safe Nothing's wrong with choice. him, yeah. There's literally nothing wrong with him. But whoever he decides to be with always just chooses someone else. Someone else. Yeah. But the, the final scene of the movie when the mutants, Professor X does the thing because the president has having um, a so press conference. So cool. This, this was so cool. This was like the payoff of like the museum scene because that's the first time you see like Professor X do that. And then you see it's just like, oh, like this is the payoff. Honestly. Um, but, oh, my God. Yeah. The, so the president's having a live press conference and then everything freezes and except the president. He's like, what's going on? And there's Storm brings the lightning and then there's just like a flash and there's the X-Men. And yeah. Professor X goes on this like big speech. But anyways, all of this is to get to. I loved Scott's expression because he was holding it in. But he was very obviously like, you know, this is hours after he lost the love of his life. And he was trying to like stay like stay strong and appear intimidating but he was but it was just like we've experienced losses and it went straight to scott crying and i was like oh well when okay so i really love that scene just because it's like really cool it's Um, a really good one it's just a really cool scene and that's like exactly what i mean like i wish that like the marvel movies would do this again like really like Mm. crazy cool uh like displays of power like that I just think mm-hmm. it's, like, so awesome. Um, mm-hmm. And I think what... Um, I think what I, I love about that scene is that they, like, are aware what the president is about to say. Mm-hmm. And, like, the discussion right before going into the press con- con- conference is, like... Um, they're discussing using, like, the word, like, annihilate and, like, mm-hmm. these, like, crazy words and... Um, right. Fear-mongering. Yeah, it's all, like, fear-mongering. And regardless of Stryker being alive or not now, his whole plan is still being set into motion, and you can see that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you get that, like, happen, where, like, the X-Men are there, and Professor X is like, listen, sure, say what you want to say, but here's proof that mm-hmm. this whole thing was done because of some human. Mm-hmm. And right. I think that's like, like what makes me, I think that's what makes me mad about Stryker in the first place is that none of this would have even happened. Like it's, it's mm-hmm. those people. He's one of those people that creates a problem out of nothing mm-hmm. just to cause fear. And like, that's yeah. very real in mm-hmm. the world right now. And that's why I think mm-hmm. he was making me so mad. Cause I was like, if you had not have like done this, there wouldn't be right. an issue. You were being led solely by your hate. 
Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you're causing the problem that you think is going to happen anyway but it probably never would have happened right yeah that's i obviously i think that's what a lot of this boils down to is well a lot of what you know superhero uh, hang on i lost that train (laughs) i was i I was gonna be great and then it's gone yeah it happens i like i think that's a but i feel like that's a maybe this is what you were trying to say like it is kind of a message in superhero movies where it's like Mm. if you let your hate guide you Mm -hmm. then you're gonna make the world a worse place right like that's just that's just how you become the villain you're not a hero even though you think it is you're literally that's just like striker definitely thinks he's the hero of his own story Mm -hmm. but he's also doing really horrible things and he's aware of it and all of that genocide yeah he's he's attempting genocide in this movie um Mm -hmm. so there is in fact that but i think that's it for us today yeah this is actually i think this was a longer episode than the first one probably i feel like there was Mm -hmm. more to discuss here like there were a lot more intense themes happening here for sure i Uh. think once i once we watch or i watch the third one i think that'll be a better discussion because i'll have well i'll have the whole arc and we can talk about the trilogy it's so bad lily i let's go is it worse than the prequels because i've heard the prequels are pretty bad no i love x-men first class Oh, the prequels are good? I love them. Oh, okay. No, I think they're really good. I mean, I think okay. some of them are bad. Right. But I think for the most part, they're good. Mm. Okay. I don't know anyone who hates First Class. That's the one with J-Law, right? I mean, they're all with J-Law. Oh. Because she's Mystique. Right. Uh, yeah. But First Class is like the first one, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, And then the second one's... Oh, okay. I think I've seen that one, actually. I don't Anyways. know. I think that one's really good. Okay. I think they're they're less connected. I think they're kind of like convoluted in that they're not as like they're they're not necessarily like a series happening, but like different mm. events happening with the same characters, you know? Oh, okay, okay. Like that's how I kind of feel that those movies are. Right. But yeah. Thanks for listening. Yep. And with that, we'll be with you till the end of the line. You can follow me on Twitter at the Sabrina Pet. You can follow Lily at Lily underscore Rugo. You can follow the podcast at EM Fangirls. And you can check out our website, EarthsMightiestFangirls.com. And send us an email at EMFangirls at gmail.com if you want to talk to us about the, the movies that we choose, future episodes, whatever. And please do all the lovely, lovely things that is rating and reviewing us on iTunes. That would really, really help the podcast. And uh, you can listen to us on Spotify and Stitcher and all those other places. Thank you to Dexter Britton for letting us use their song Wonderland. And thanks so much for editing and producing.